as corny as Kansas in August. I'm as normal as blueberry pie. No more a smart little girl with no heart. I have found me a wonderful guy. All right, here we are with Exalted, the Congenial Season 1, Episode 3. My name is Devin, the GM, and with me today on my internet, we have... Gary playing Mirage. Uh, Joe playing Mocking White Wind. And Samuel playing the Magister Inville. Yes, we are missing a few people today uh, who might be showing up later on, but that is no problem, listeners. So, anyone want to give me a recap of last session? So, no? we fought against a Disney princess villain who was the Tri Beast. Um, <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Oh, that yes. is a way. Yes. Uh, I'm we missed that. Yes. I mean, it was being flocked around by a lot of animals, and it was being dressed up. In reality, it was being repaired and uh, restored. We tried and to we, still haven't, we still haven't resolved uh, what's happening after we destroyed the tri-beast and I slaughtered the, uh, the woodland uh, critters. Woodland critters, yeah. Are we the bad guys? Did we just kill a Disney princess and her woodland Oh creatures? man, when you listen okay. to this episode, Gary, it's going to be amazing. I, I was going to say, I feel like I missed something where we may have lost our, our right to the title. To no, 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 it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I may have broken the Loom of Fate three or oh, two times. So much paperwork. There was a lot of time travel. Yeah. There was a lot of time oh, shenanigans, oh. not travel. Well, it's not time kerfuffles. Okay, he he, he he rewove the Lumafate a few times aggressively. Oh, like three seconds. That's that's nothing. Fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah. that's that's a problem. Three seconds, yeah, that's a quick fix. Fifteen minutes, you realize we have to take down the entire server. We have to reload a backup. It's a nightmare. Look, I <laughs> think wrote... of all the purple drops that are lost now. What? <laughs> It's we okay. We don't even have to test those backup servers. For all we know, they're not even going to be functional. It's uh, like a box that a talkathon left you guys in case the loom went down. It's just a note that said, "Everything happens for a reason, Harry," and that's that's <laughs> the, that's the backup. Oh, oh uh, that's sad. So, but uh, the okay. also other thing was is we tracked this. We had tracked the tribees for a while, but not only did we deal with the tribees, but what was the other critter we dealt with? The bat. Oh, the bat. Oh yeah, we actually went to resolve the bat issue, and it turns out it was dead. Um, it was pregnant. Apparently, someone had been experimenting, and the bat was a failed experiment. And I poked it; it erupted into a bunch of swarming nasty things, and we rewrote time. the The slide basically we broke causality in order to fix the oops, and then proceeded to clean up the mess. Okay. When you when you actually explain that to me in character, I might under I might understand the reason. Um, out of character, I certainly understand the reason. But oh god, so much paperwork. <laughs> Listen, if they didn't do that, they would have had to engage in a fight that that would have taken effort to kill bats. Oh yes, then then <laughs> and those effort expenditures can be can be difficult on the loom too. Well, we had already expended effort, and it was like okay. I meant effort really... like like having to like exert yourself, like having to like jog slightly. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was just worried about one of those bats getting oh, away and, pro uh, and procreating. Small. Chance, I don't know. But... Well, we did discover one thing: the dude who had been working on these bats was not necessarily the guy who's been making these monsters is not the most efficient or 
uh, skilled crafter. His, a lot of his creations have got some serious wonk going on. And Plus, that's I to show why off. I haven't been worried. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to come in in the middle of, well, I don't know. Is there any, does anything else, I guess we're going to pick up here. Your character, I don't know. Would you come after have, us? Oh, man, I have a thing. It's Where all have I been, GM? Yes, I have a thing. You don't have to worry your little heads about that. So, Mirage. You had to kind of head off for a little bit uh, to do some troubleshooting because I'm pretty sure these two had mentioned to you, uh, you know, uh, Sola and White Wind had mentioned that when they were just investigating oddities in the town, there was a river and they had destroyed a little tiny island into it, like tore up the island in the rocks and stuff and moved it elsewhere, like away from the river so boats could go through and was not you know, when they were crash on it. With the, uh, was this when we were tinkering with the, with the control pad of, you know... Stopping. No, th th this is way in Halter. This is far away from this. Oh, okay. I, this I was is something curious that, that White Wind and uh, uh, Sol had told you about that was in that little port town. So okay, cool. They had one of these offshoot rivers that had rocks on it that boats kept scratching up and breaking on, so they had removed the rock. Right. And when they had investigated it, the water was still moving around the space where the rock should have been, and no one was noticing. Okay. Like the no, rock was still there. Stand, but... uh, so, you know, you just decided to go and investigate that, you know, how long could it take? Turns out it was a little more complicated than you had first thought. It's never easy, is it? So they had taken some of that rock and there was actually ore in it. And they turned that ore into a few swords and spears. And those swords and spears, as it happens, were always weeping water and diverting water from the river. Oops. Ah. Those were sold to a few guild people as an oddity, and a few people have been killed by them, and now their bodies are constantly leaking out water. So you had to trace where they were buried. Well, it turns out their bodies had been eaten a little bit too, and then the animals that had eaten them are just flying around constantly dripping lake water everywhere. So it, it took a couple hours, maybe a day or two, to actually track down all of these, like, carry-on animals and burrowing creatures and dead people and dudes have been cut by the sword whose wounds are constantly weeping lake water. You'd think somebody would, like, go to a priest about that. Well, they did, and that priest was like, um... I'm know, gonna have to call in uh, some help. That priest, like, <laughs> took a chicken and threw it in a fire and was like, okay, I fixed it. And they just hit that guy with a blackjack and, uh, you know, drug <laughs> sold him to the guild as a sideshow. Uh... It you know... rather challenging. You could have yeah. brought me in on this, and I could have at least... Divert it and or fix the. Uh... No, no, you you had done enough. You had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I tend to cause reality hiccups, don't I? Sometimes, yes. Now you had traced the source of why the rock didn't catch up. Why why the space around the rock never catched up with the rock and the ore they had drilled out. It turns out there's a ley line nearby that's um, sidereal aspected, and it's actually causing disturbances in the area. Like, it was originally wood-aspected, and it's been just shifting to Yushan element. Whoops. Oh, well, in that case, I will... Then maybe you will be able to hand, because I might be able to just grab you and say, could you please fix this, because you are a geomantic expert. Well, you've traced it to the manse. You're, uh, you've been walking through a forest for the last little while, where all the trees oh. for about three to five feet down are replaced with nothing, and are just floating above the ground, and are swaying uh. and moving as if they were actually still planted in the ground. Kind of like in Minecraft, where you mine away all the trees. But the bottom, like if you take out the bottoms, the, the rest of the trees still stay. 
And that's where we are having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you finally kind of come across it. And so, the, the, so this manse is 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 the wrong aspect, which has which has been through a chain of different things in the ley lines, been responsible for this entire hiccup involving the rock in the first place. The rocks and people who are constantly oozing out lake water everywhere forever. Yes, I meant everything between rocks and 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 manse. Yeah. And Sounds you walk weird. in on the middle of us with me slowly tearing Moon Silver and uh, Soul Steel bits out of this undead flesh creature that we've dissected and burned. So I think it was undead. There was a lion with the hind legs of a boar, with a goat stitched to its back, with a giant machine dragon head coming out of its side, and it's dead on the ground, and they're pulling bits out of it. I am pulling the machine parts out that can be salvaged. Those machine parts are kind of bitey, but they're not doing anything right now. Yeah, they shouldn't be. They they had moon silver jammed into painful places. This uh, this manse area is uh, rocks like dome shaped rocks have been set up everywhere to have like mandalas of circles and designs spread out under these trees. And if you look under these trees, like the bottom shows it's been clearly cut, and you can see like the rings of the trees and the sap kind of running through it but it doesn't actually act like it doesn't have anything under it ever. So, so have I come on the scene to, to see all this, or is, or is this going on and you want it? You have come on as they have killed the monster, which is where we ended last session. Yep. So Mocking White Wind is there, Sola is not there, uh, and the Magister is there, who's just some old guy. Well, wait a minute. Sola was there. Uh, what happened to her? I don't know. She's not there anymore. Oh no, she snuck away. Is she, she now a snipecast? No, you guys left her back at the village. She wasn't even involved in this. She was doing other stuff, remember? Oh, of course. Sure. There you go. I wouldn't remember. I wasn't here. Oh, look at that. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> the Magister does weird stuff and I just have to deal with it. Well, okay, so sometimes there's a little bit of a ripple effect whenever I use my uh, Fate Reweaving. Um, usually it doesn't affect, uh, I was going to say Godbound, uh, Exalted, but... Yeah. Oops. Oops. Um, so yes, I will, uh, I will come in on the scene and I will say, White Wind, you've been quite busy. Couldn't even wait for me to get back to, what is that? Oh, this would be the tri-beast, as I say, laying the mechanical head down and yanking out some more internal guts. It's like trying to stab at the ground and drag itself away with its fangs. And I start cutting, um, tendons and hamstrings just to get it to stop moving and hell gum tissue whatever i gotta do to get this thing to stop twitching i go well you were certainly quite thorough about it or are being thorough about it and that's good at least um well done oh uh and i look and, and take out observance of the other fellow and and i go ah I should and, uh, you found uh, and you found another traveling companion uh introduce us yes um hold on one second yeah, stop moving. God damn it. <clears throat> I would like to introduce the Magister Inville. Is did I say that right? Close enough. Um he's an expert in uh well, realm history. Uh I specialize in the shogunate. Yes, and he's also very useful because he's actually knows a bit of fate magic himself. I wish you Hold on one second. saying it that way. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's the only word I have to describe it. You realign fates. Excuse me. 
I pull this, on the uh, tendons geez. of reality to suit my own desires. Yeah, speaking about pawning tendons, one sec. That machine head is just doing perfect. It's it's not that easy to break. Good old first age artifice. Well, as as White Wind is struggling and and thus has not actually had a chance to introduce me yet, I will uh, I will lean forward um, and will say, "Well, it is good to meet you, uh, Magister Inville. Uh, I am Mirage of the Ideal Destination, but we usually call me Mirage because the R one's quite a bit of a mouthful." It is certainly not mouthful, and they have taken to calling me the Magister. Uh, Fair enough. Um, so you are a uh, so you are a scholar, and uh, he said accomplished in fate. You appear not to be very fond of, of saying that, but you apparently have talents of your own, and I assume that you had some part in this. Uh, so out of character, since he is a sidereal, what would I be seeing right now? He's a dude. He's not anima burning or anything. All right, I'm. <laughs> Looking at him, I'm a bit confused. Um, I'm sorry. Could you repeat what you just said? Um, I believe that I had. Uh, are you saying in asking me in character to repeat or out of character? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I say, well, you're apparently a you're apparently a scholar with gifts that you disagree over the nomenclature for. Um. But I'm guessing you had a hand in this. I gesture to the mess that White Wind is making. So by the mess White Wind is making, there's a center of this mess where there's like a rock outcropping that has like a smooth sort of panel onto it, like a like almost like a coin design that's big enough for about four or five people, and it's rotating slowly down like a screw into the ground, like an elevator. That doesn't look good. Wait, wait. The the floor is rotating down, or yeah, it's spinning as it spins. It descends into the earth. And we're all on that floor. Nope, you're just watching it. So as I go, I'm on it though. As I'm dissecting, right? No, you're right by it. You're seeing it happen. Oh, um, Unless I you're gonna intentionally we... stand on it while it happens. Uh, do you think we should deal with this? I've got the body. I look back at it. Is it moving? The it body is, is dead. You have a robot head that's still moving about. Okay, I pick it up. It's trying to bite you. It's not gonna. Okay. Succeed. Yeah, I pull you may, want, you may want to put that down over there for the moment. Um, well, I, hold on. I, I, pe I, I peek over to, to see if I can actually see the where the floor is going. Is there a um, place I can dislodge the jaw, like that linchpin I can pull out to get that jaw mechanism to just release and go loose? It's really hard to break. It's uh, it's an artifact. <sighs> <laughs> I walk over and pick up a heavy rock and set it on top of it. That'll do. <laughs> Sit, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's go check this out. Um, oh, and I pull out one of my mini rags and start wiping my arms off. <laughs> uh, I'll have to wash this one later, or burn it. It's hard to tell, depending on how tainted this thing is. Well, White Wind was tracing this per, uh, this creature back to its uh, lair. And do you notice the geomantic energy in here is, well, to put it bluntly, whacked out? Well, yes, actually, um, I had meant to bring that up. You see, the matter I went to investigate actually led me full circle here. Um, hmm. it, I, I might need to ask for your particular expertise. It seems that the alignment is incorrect here. Well, I may have to raid some of our supplies back at 
Chanta to fix this place because it's going to take some geomantic metals and realignment with uh, magical materials. But yeah, I think I can do it. So shall we go down? I suppose you should lead the way. Oh, I'm assuming it's like one of the uh, Skyrim stone staircases that are just going chunk, 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 chunk down, downward. Or is it a solid piece just sliding down? It's it's a solid disc that is descending down by slowly rotating. Like, look at the bottom of a screw. When you unscrew it, it just kind of goes down into the whatever. Okay. I mean, can we hop down without much effort? Yeah, you just... Yeah, it's not even that far down. Okay. It's still going. Hop on down. Well, why not? And I will hop down. You know what? Take that rock, take that head, set it in the part that's going down. Because I don't want it leaving. <laughs> I'm not so worried about the body pieces I've ev eviscerated. Do you have, perhaps have a a uh, uh, plan should we meet this person's creator? Well, um, what little I remember is they have a higher general essence than us, but they're just as mortal as we as far as a knife through the gut will killing them. I'm hoping we can ask them why they're attacking Shanta and maybe negotiate at least at first, depending on how tractable they are. Yes, usually... Uh... Usually we can convince people who can speak, unlike most of these things, and then hopefully the problem will solve itself. If not, I mean, there are alternate having having Solo around makes things a little easier when she uses her abilities. But I think the three of us should be able to handle the situation. Well, mostly you, I would assume. I say indeed. Um, incidentally. Um, I've been a little bit perplexed by the way in which um, White Wind and uh, the Magister, this is out of character, I've been a little bit perplexed by the way in which they seem to disagree over the, the Magister and his abilities, and the Magister is new to me. Um, so I'm going to uh, give him a quick glance and use uh, Read the Signs. Okay, uh, what does Read the Signs do again? What does Read the Signs do? It's, the, it's a uh, fate gift. It's uh, constant. The Godbound can look at the person and get a general idea of their past and most likely future, a brief description of their occupation, current ambitions, and a sentence on their most likely fate in the next years obtained, along with their maximum hit dice or character level. Well, the Magister is outside of fate. Oh, yeah. So he has no uh, occupation, current ambitions, or fate. But you get his maximum hit dice or character level, which is whatever your maximum hit dice or character level is. It's eight. Which is the same as ours, I would imagine, tier one, probably. Yeah, yeah. he's essence one like you guys. He just has no future. Or past. Or past. Or personality. Or loves or dreams. Or really anything. He's kind of invisible. Not really. He's like the mayonnaise of uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I imagine that I have met some really boring people, and they've had a past, however uneventful it was. Oh, yeah, no, this is a red flag. Like, if there's a flag, yeah. it'd be red. And it's like, not... like, like bright, you know, like bright red, not, you know, subdued maroon. Yeah. Okay, well, just, just now that my character knows that. Yeah. I believe Faye give that signal, too. Maybe. I'm not too sure. I was going to say, yeah. my character... Anything... It, 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 it's okay. It's varying degrees. Like, yeah. 
you throw up the oh god oh god oh god this thing shouldn't be here signal Faye throw up the this is from outside creation signal okay. um abyss abyssals and undead throw up the this thing should be dead signal so in other words he gets different errors basically yeah. you know rather than just 404 not found is that how it works jim yeah i think that's i think that's actually because i was thinking about abyssals and infernals so um, and yeah, I know for a fact that Fey Folk Princes and Cataphracts have to integrate with Creation to, you know, be able to live on the shore, because Creation's a beachhead. And if you go into the right. deep water and you're a Cataphract or a Fey Folk Lord, uh, you're going to get eaten by the sharks out there. You know, the real Fey Folk that eat everything. That's why they live here. Right, yep. They're refugees. Well, they've mutated right. a bit. In order they to, in order to, to be a safe space. Even though they're still Fey, they're they're also partly something else. Which yeah, he just he just comes creation. up as file not found, which is something I'm not used to seeing. Yep, you've never seen it. Before in fact, in I have probably life. never seen that before. Exactly, you've like never an abyss, seen it before. like an abyssal would come up like file terminated four years ago. Like. Exactly, <laughs> this person is officially what dead. Infernal <laughs> come up as? I mean, I probably never encountered one, but out of curiosity, um, we'll, uh, we'll burn that until we get to it. Yeah, file corrupted. <laughs> file corrupted. Yeah, actually, probably. This is pleasing to the Ebon Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little sticker. I love it's that mid. Good. Can't defrag. File corrupted. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you get. And the elevator goes down. It takes like five minutes for it to finish. Okay. We have time to talk. By the end yeah, of it, I mean, you're uh, 10 I mean, feet down only, and there's actually like another like sort of doorway that, that's on a diagonal going downward. Um, out of curiosity, I would my character look around and go, this is first stage or something like that? Or? No signs of it yet. This looks like a manse, though. It's obviously a manse. Oh, that much I knew from context. I was just curious if I was... You know, if, if there was something particular about the architecture, I would jump back. Nah. Like, the whole, we're going to wait 10, we're going to descend at a rate of one foot per minute strikes me as just the sort of thing that an ancient solar god king would put there just to make people wait and sweat it out as they were coming to see him. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, but they're also like doing huge lifts. You have to, you have to be a little bit slower when doing massive lifts. I guess that's true. All right, so. I was imagining, like, you know, just super fast for a big lift, so you have, like, a wagon on it, it goes up and down, goes up so fast, the whole thing flips off into the sky. Oh, yeah, that's like a... It's like, there, you're out capital. now. No, capital. that would be something designed by a lunar. <laughs> True. No, the lunar thing would pro would sprout legs and carry you there. Oh, it would be a nidus worm. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, that would... Yeah. I just assumed if it was a lunar thing and it was a catapult, it'd be like a giant stone cat with, like, a spoon <laughs> on its back to flip you out. Yeah. I just tend to assume that Lunars have the best sense of humor when it comes to this stuff. It's oh, a catapult. Thinking. And, like, the solar doesn't get it, and the Lunar just keeps looking at them and saying the word, it's a catapult, Carl, over and over again. Carl. That kills that people. Would, that would be hilarious. So, yes. That goes by. You are now at the bottom. Leads on down. Uh, it's a uh, diadem kind of design. So, you know, it's like a diamond cut heading straight down into the earth. If it like I guess, four or five people wide. I guess I will turn on my uh, cast mark and just walk on down. Bing! It's unnerving. Well, silver um, lantern light. Yeah, why is that unnerving? 
Um, uh, I'll explain later to you, Mirage. I look at Mirage sidewise. Wait, a- out of character. Why is that? An- oh, you, did you actually say it was unnerving? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, my character's from the realm. Oh, okay. And then my character wouldn't would say, why? And then just shrug and keep walking. <laughs> so you guys head down. First thing you notice uh, walking through this tunnel, that is ice cold and actually has like a layer of ice frozen over all its sides. I am not immune to cold. I will huddle up in my cloaks. Yeah, you're not a scientist, but you, you know a good chill when it reaches your bones. Yeah. Now, the armor will keep me a, give me a little insulation, but... Yeah. yeah, there's like two feet of ice on either side. It's like a freezer that hasn't defrosted. Hmm. Oh, that means its cooling efficiency is way down, too. Yeah, looking back at the elevator, uh, or the lift, or the corkscrew lift, it, it looks fairly frozen over on the underside of it. Hmm, this place is weird. All right, um... Not what I expected with the aspect I know this place to have, right? Yeah. Well, it's damaged, pretty much. So, uh, heading down the tunnel itself, you notice that under the ice, because the ice is actually frozen fairly clear, you can see rails uh, built into every part of the wall, including the floor you're walking on. So it looks like there might have been, like, a rail transport here at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, heading down to the bottom, it's it's a long dive down, and it actually eventually curves, so it actually corkscrews around where the elevator would be, if you're keeping track from how you're walking, uh, until you get to the end of the tunnel, and there is a large diamond-shaped plug blocking the way. A plug? Like the elevator that would be here. Oh. And it's frozen over. The uh, the back of it seems to have an opening, like a circular kind of doorway, but that's only slightly ajar and covered in ice. The ice itself is thinner. It ha- it's it's more recent. I don't suppose any of you anathema can burn fire. I don't think any anathema um, can burn fire. Uh, we don't like using the A word. <laughs> uh, yes. <sighs> that word is considered offensive to some. I look and um, I look and try and judge and see if I can tell how thick the ice is. Like uh, maybe half a foot of ice. I go. Well, that's an unfortunate obstacle. Um, I push my claws against it and give it a couple like good whacks. Oh yeah, that that'll do it. Okay, that'll do it. I'm just like, okay, do I really want to start? Yeah, all right, fine. I start hammering at the thing. Smashy, smashy. Man, none of uh, you guys have strength. No, I mean, I'm <laughs> normal human strength, but I've got basically Wolverine claws coming out of my fingers. All right, you're able to cut your way in uh, and get the door working and, like, smash the ice off its hinges and open it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so this plug or elevator looks like it carry. It's a cargo uh, lift of some sorts. Like, it's it has actual, like, like moving parts that attach to the rails that have frozen over. And the inside is um, large enough to hold maybe two dozen people plus cargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are seats and hand holds and uh, areas for people to go where they wouldn't be in the way of stuff moving around in here as it went down. Uh, there's actual cargo containers here, large stone and metal uh, uh, containers. That, are they open? Yeah, they're open and long since uh, a lot of their goods have been taken. There's a thin layer of ice over like various bits of clothes. And clothes. There are uniforms in here, uh, woolen uh, sweaters and like very heavy overcoats. Uh, gloves, uh, like y- if you pull out some of the gloves, they're in like little 
packs of uh, leather or whatever. And the gloves mm -hmm. themselves are like made of fine material, like Kirin hide. Ooh, Kirin, uh, really? Um, so do, uh, do I recognize any of the symbols or anything? Like how old would I guess this stuff to be? Um, a lot of these symbols, it doesn't really have a lot of iconography on it. Like the uniforms have symbols that don't really have like names on them, but they're more just like old realm script that says, you know, uh, enlightenment or thought or, uh, victory. Like... But you know how Goku's uh, from Dragon Ball, you know how his uh, karate gi has that big circular mons on the back and front of it? Right. Yeah, that's these, these look... That's what these scientist overcoats have on them, but they have just different symbols for victory or thought. I am very cold. I'm tempted to wear one of these cloaks, but this Super is also... Super comfy. I'll pull a couple out. Um... I see nothing wrong with throwing a coat on, honestly. Is, uh, first, is there any... Sorcerers build to these, or are they just warm coats? They're just really well put together coats. I guess I'll wear one. Uh, it's not a trick, guys. They're not minions. I know. I, I said I'm putting one on. <laughs> well, no, it's just we're debating because it's like, ah, well, whatever. Well, look. It's going to bother us. Come on. Whenever I hear stories about these from the advancing shoguns going into ancient burial tombs from the, from the age before, it always turns out bad. If you're um, uh, a white wind, you being the animal guy, uh, the fur that a lot of these coats are made from are like really fluffy moth fur. Moth? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I know moths that come this big here in the east, but they're not common around here. Moths? Yeah, big ones. Really big ones. Um, well, that they... would fit in with everything else that's happened lately, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, they, they, keep big in mind. Bats, big turtles. Big, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Ow, ow. Actually, yeah, Mirage. I think you're you're onto something here. This fur, this size. I mean, I've seen garments and garnishes done up with this, but there's a lot of this material. I mean, it's you don't skin insects the same way you would like an, an animal. You have to take time to cook the hide off the exoskeleton. Hmm. I nod, um, hmm. and I start to look around to see like. How far out does the track lead? Does it look like it's broken and then we're going to need to go carry on foot? Is it iced over? It's iced over. We're going to need to go the on The elevator foot. is actually, like, the this lift is actually connected to the end of the tracks. And is actually, it seems to have been long ago opened up and connected to the dock. Where, like, little lifts would take the cargo and the people out and put them into the proper area. It's just never been used because it's frozen over. And it leads into the rest of this place. And it's a large cavernous affair with stalactites and stalagmites that have met in the middle made of ice and rock and metal. Uh, that have kind does of. Does it look? Does it look like anyone's ever carved a path through here? Not recently. Mm. But it's not like frozen salt. You can walk through here. You you have access now. Right after we got rid of the big old plug. Yeah. After you just walked in through the back door. Uh, do either of you have an ability to sense incoming danger or probable paths? I know lacking Sola and her amazing vision. We're gonna have to. To use our other talents to track here. Mm. Out of character, let me think for a moment. <laughs> uh, what exactly are you looking for? If someone's surviving down here and using this facility to build these monsters, then they have to have a path through here that's the right way to go. Are now, branching paths out of character? 
They're not. This is a big, giant, uh, single uh, storage room. All right. But we'd have to find them somewhere in this big, giant storage room. In other words, I would love to be able to cut down the amount of crisscrossing back and forth looking for a person in here. Okay, giving well, them time to set up traps and such. Right. So I, I have a question regarding miracles. Sure. Um, so obviously being a Sidereal, I have the fate word. Um, yep. And my question is, can I call a miracle that could justifiably fit fate, but is actually under a different word? Nope. Okay. I, w I was curious. I didn't know if like, if fate was, if like the gifts were given as an example of type of gifts in regular play, they are the gifts that exist for the word, and you can make your own up, and you can also integrate word gifts from other words in in Vanilla Godbound. Like at, an, at, a, at a surcharge, you can take like gifts of sword and fit it into fire if it fits you thematically, and then when you bind fire, you get a refund on it. But it yeah. doesn't work for how the balance works in Exalted, so we had to pull that. Okay, because I was looking at the at the knowledge gift, um, the best course, and going. Well, I could imagine tapping fate to get a hint as to the right direction, but that's Lucky not. Lucky wind has uh, knowledge. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. In that case, uh, then if you would like to be my guest, I can't out of character. So, well, the problem with that is, is my normal use of knowledge is more against singular targets. Uh, I, I believe I might be able to help. However. I have one alternative I can try before uh, the magister has to expend effort on this. <laughs> I will commit effort and transform into a wolf, basically. Um, basically? Yeah. Uh, minus the uh, the freaky allies and the, the down that I can't oh. get rid of. Um, and I will use the wolf's sense of smell and other senses to try and track if there's been anyone alive in here recently. Do you need to commit effort for that? It doesn't say you do. Um, it's no, it's, it's the just lesser... an action. Is it just an action? Ten thousand skins doesn't cost you effort. You can shapeshift whenever you damn well please. It only commits effort if you uh, oh, are using right. it as an on-turn action, so you can just switch all the damn time. But using your entire action in a combat to shapeshift doesn't cost you anything. Okay. If you want right, to shapeshift yeah. an act, it costs, and that's hilarious. Then so, yeah, you're a wolf. And I start sniffing around. I am a little bit unnerved. There are a lot of senses around here. Like, there's a lot of smells. Like, living things? Um, the, the, the scent of things that were alive in here. Like, if you guys start actually walking through the cavern, uh, the first thing you notice is that the cavern itself has um, old stone and metal walkways that have been frozen over that crisscross this place, breaking it off into octagonal segments and being wide enough for, like, a group of people and cargo to go through. And below where the walkways aren't are pools of water that have been frozen over. Ugh. Like you're in a zoo. Yeah, I'm getting a sense of theme here. Um, and you can see things in the in the ice below. Are they? Well, they're just frozen inert, basically. Yeah, you can pick up the smell of a large squid under the ice. It's giant beach ball eyes staring up uh, forever under the cold water. Uh, and another one of these um, pools, you can see what looks like a shark, but a shark that has enipede legs. You can see uh, what looks like a turtle, a turtle like 10 times the size of the one that you guys fought uh, with the porters. And its entire shell is made of ore chalcum and moon silver and has various cannons and uh, uh, weaponry built into it. Out of character, we're in this guy's supply shop. 
Um, I can't say anything since I'm a wolf right now, but uh, I'm gonna do a sniff around. I'm if he's been taking samples from these chambers, the ice whoever un- the, the the ice itself is unmolested. So no one's actually been in here. Yeah, like no one's drilled on down or anything. It's just these are things. These are giant leviathans frozen under the ice. And can I smell any living things that have been in the area? Yeah, there's a scent further on through this uh, cavern system. All right, I shift it back. Well, we definitely have a target in here. Um, and I kind of wave off in the direction that I smelled. The, I could smell things coming from that way. Uh, you were saying that this is his storage facility. I believe that this was a first stage. No, nah, that was out of character. I didn't have the knowledge of all the things that were down oh. there to make the call to say that in character. Oh, okay. Well, then in you guys character. You see I... it as you're looking around. Yeah. I say, I do believe I now know how he's making these creatures. This facility apparently was some um, first stage research station of some kind not much akin to the very strange geomantic place we found you think there's a useful workshop here in that he's using i believe so i mean he's got all these samples of beasts and monsters and technology down below to sample to grab from whenever he wants to not to mention i'm sure he could look at some of the 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 beasts that are here and base his work on them This place is terrifying. It looks like a giant war workshop. It is very easy to see the denizens under the ice, by the way, as the bottom of their uh, tanks are bioluminescent and actually shine upwards, casting shadows of them on the ceiling above. None of them are moving, yes. No, they're dead. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> this is rather unnerving. <laughs> The flip like side is, is if we can get this. Fairy tale. Well, say, I agree. If we can get this place operate semi-operational, and I can fix the geomancy in it, some of those creatures down there have valuable parts and equipment we can salvage. But we have a more pressing issue in the short term. I agree. Um, do you have any idea where he is? You seem to think you seem pretty certain that he's using this area, but he didn't come through the way we came through. No, no, I think inadvertently we may have triggered a mechanism just by being there in the months, which opened up that gateway. I don't think he quite realizes we're here. Although that will change. Clearly guarded. A back door that was activated only after we slaughtered the beast that would have killed any mortal attempting to enter the place. The beast was coming for repairs. And the creatures and the animals might be affected by the mance and acting by, off of its magic. You, you, way, you, no you see the theme. Either way, there is no course put forward. Right. And I think for the meantime, I probably should hold my beast form just so I have access to the smell and the sense, senses if our friend comes to visit us or any of his creations goes active. I can hopefully pick up its scent before we get overrun. And I assume the wolf form again and continue pacing ahead. I will cautiously follow him. Sideline glances at Mirage. All right. All right. So, 
continuing forward, yeah, there are uh, four of these main tanks. The, the shark, the squid, the turtle. Uh, there's another one, but the ice is fairly uh, opaque. It looks like uh, parts of the cavern have fallen onto it, cracking it, making it glass over with that kind of milky white that ice takes on when it refreezes. Seems hmm. strange. That's such a water, no, air aspect. No, never mind. That makes actually total sense. Air aspect. I mean, this place is freaking... This place is ridiculously cold. I keep forgetting how far north we are. And... Yes, its aspect is here. Nearest I can tell, it should be a wood aspected place. It should be a wood aspected place, but it's frozen. And it's not even an air aspected one either. That just, just brings up more questions. A, a, a gruff wolf. And just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Too many questions, not enough answers yet. <laughs> I take them roughly in the direction that I think the living thing is coming from. Okay. Uh, eventually heading through, there are, um, like, a lot of these bridges head into, like, smaller areas, you can kind of tell, that would have led down into the pools. Sort of like a whale tank, almost. Uh, but the way you go doesn't really go by any of them. Uh, it leads into a sort of uh, staircase shaft that heads further down. I feel like we should watch out for traps or something, but I, my character has no idea what traps would look like. Yeah, further down you go, and eventually there is uh, a workshop underneath all the tanks, and the tanks, the, the, the floors that were bioluminescent are actually see-through, and you can actually see up into the glass from down here, uh, like uh, in zoos, where they have those tunnels that have the glass tops and the uh, water above them. Oh, so what was in the fourth tank? Uh, the fourth tank has what looks like a large uh, moth covered in uh, gills and tentacles and uh, bivalves on it. I would explain where they got the fur from. Yeah, it looks aquatic. But it also looks like it can fly. They were doing some... Well, they were doing some mighty weird mix in here. I know not enough about biology other than to say that is not a normal creature. Yeah. Um, is there anyone down here? I mean, do we hear anything? Uh, yeah, there's actually uh, music playing. Uh, it sounds like an orchestra. Well, that's like awesome. string and wind instruments that are playing a very calm and very, uh, not haunting, that's very hackneyed, but a very calm and peaceful melody. I will shapeshift back and look at the others and... I smile and I say, well, this seems positive. Clearly, they're expecting polite company. I am very concerned. Mm. I'd oh, say so negative. I'd say spread out, but I don't want us getting separated from each other down here. I have no idea what our host has been packing away in these tunnels. Besides, it's probably more convenient if they see this all at once. Is it? Mm. I, I will take point and lead the others deeper in okay after you go through this kind of observation tunnel that has like statues and there are plaques inscribed under certain parts of it uh in old realm and what looks like a, a very different form of uh eastern tongue um there are benches there are sorts of uh, uh there's foliage here like underwater coral foliage growing out of pots and planters growing up the walls and have connected over time to form a sort of little underwater rainforest ecosystem mm-hmm uh, there are animals down here, too. Like, there are fish in the coral, and 
like this is in like the open air area. They look like fish that just live in the plants. Are they alive? So the temperature yeah. in here. Uh, pretty cold. Do they flap around like fly in the air? Yeah, they flap around like sand, like uh, those flying fish salmon that jump out of the water. Except they just kind of move around the coral with their little fins that kind of have little graspers on them. Uh, Any? Uh, is it warm enough for liquid water in this room? Uh, yeah, it would be really chilled though. Okay, so we're so we're looking at like like the inside of a fridge, not the inside of a freezer. Yeah, I think the it looks kind of like a lot like the plants here are uh, taking the edge off of the cold. And there's a good chance that originally that those three tanks, uh, when they got damaged, whatever controlled their temperature is what's causing things to cool off in here. All right. So down at the other end of this uh, tunnel, you can hear the music coming by. Uh, the, the fauna, or no, the flora, and I guess the fauna, fauna are much more thick over there. Uh, and there's a lot more of uh, uh, sort of signs of life. Like you see a lot more critters hanging around, like crabs and... Little tiny moths. Can I, like, poke at the crabs? Yeah, sure. They're right there. I poke at them. One of the crab kind of takes a swipe at you with its claw, skitters away, picks up, like, a little uh, old ceramic knife on the ground and kind of brandishes at you. Oh, my God, it's got a knife. I smile and I say, why'd you provoke it? I wanted to poke it. If you don't, if you don't <sighs> provoke it, it won't. Never mind. Remember your CQC. Let's go on. <laughs> oh my god. This is going to turn into a... This is going to turn into a... What do you call it? Damn it. That show. Great. That game. That game with the thing. Diamond game Dogs. Grumps. Oh, Diamond Dogs. Metal yeah, Gear. there you go. Metal Gear. <laughs> there we Metal go. Metal Gear. Okay. Th thank you, Commander. Uh, but yes, you approach closer and closer. The string and wind instrument music picks up, and uh, it leads into a larger sort of antechamber hallway where the walls are lined with uh, red ceramic and metal in the kind of design of a coral reef uh, that gives off a palpable glow from different like pockets and holes into it. Um, the wind and string instruments themselves are coming from outcroppings of coral that have like like sinuous parts of uh, bivalve clams that are open that are playing amongst themselves, and like tubes that are giving off wind sounds. I always thought that areas like this were exaggerations from the stories. Clearly not. Yeah, I'm more curious as to the occupant. There is uh, at the end of the hallway a large crab, maybe about two men tall, three men wide. Uh, it has four sets of arms. Its shell is made of uh, uh, jade and ceramic and coral. It has one mono eye in the shell that's covered in darkness that glows with a green-blue light. And it's instead of having like straight pincers, it has its first set is large crushing uh, sort of uh, claws, and then a set mm -hmm. of small needle-nose pincers, and then the underset is a kind of very blunted-looking claw that splits into three sections like fingers and has a thumb. And uh, it is currently basically uh, scraping away at debris that's fallen from the iced over ceiling and moving it over into a corner and kind of reorganizing statues and putting different parts of the area uh, back together. This must be a Western god in the East. Actually, it might be more a creation of this place. I look around to see if, like, uh, is it is that the only moving occupant of the area besides us? Yes. You don't think, do you? 
It's uh, it's spinning out a sort of resin from inside of a shell where that eye is, and applying it to cracks to the foundation, and to uh, broken parts of the uh, bass reliefs and um, uh, wall decorations. Do we hey. see any other egress from the room? Yes, behind it there is a uh, a set of double doors made of that same kind of. Uh, coral ceramic material that are currently shut and have a uh, turning wheel mechanism and set in a very clearly locked position. Okay, this is going to be ridiculous, but I kind of want to use read the signs on that guy. Alright, what does read the signs do? Uh, that's the one I used earlier. If this thing if this thing had a career or a past <laughs> or, you know, just, just because that, you know, a brief description of their occupation, current ambitions, and a sentence on their most likely fate. So this thing is a um, is a elemental bound to the area to maintain the pleasant kind of appeal of the site. Like it's janitor. It's janitor. There's oh, lovely! No, there's no cleaner word in my thesaurus to say it. Uh, it's basically making things look nice, cleaning out the area, and making it livable for people. Huh. That's all it is, and that's all it ever will be. Hail, Hail care. I, I uh, mocking my wound calls out. Hail, kill caretaker. The, um, and there was one uh, thing I wanted to ask before we continued, though. Okay. Oh. Okay. So two things. First of all, we get it. We can know its maximum hit dice total. And the second thing is, because of the fact we are likely to try and move through this room and continue our search, if it is programmed or or is intent in any way on stopping us, its fate would likely reflect the consequences of that. So. I'm just curious about those two factors. Oh, it's fate's fine, and it has... Um... Okay. Oh, man, 15 hit dice. It's a dirty freaking crab. Um, yeah. But I, in first stage, I call out to it, Hail Caretaker. The eye inside the shell, that kind of baleful light, uh, kind of gets smaller, like it's focusing, and you actually see a bit of a white dot on your shirt or on your coat as it looks directly at you. I still have my cast mark visible. All right, it moves closer. It advances on you. Do you know who I am? It moves into melee range. And, it... I, and I'm just sitting there with my hands behind my back, but claws fully extended, waiting to see what it does. It uh, raises up one of its uh, clubbed hand claws, and it opens up and unfolds into a bunch of cilia and little uh, kind of um, coral brushes and starts brushing at your coat. It's giving him a cleaning? Out of character? Yeah. Well, that could be totally in character, too. Uh, no, because in character, in character, I would have gone, oh, that's very lovely service. <laughs> Do you have Can you acknowledge hair? me? Yeah. Um, no, hair? most of the time. Uh, yeah, obviously, but it's okay, underneath it, my it clothing. Trim, it trims your hair. Do you recognize me, caretaker? Can you speak the tongue? It just kind of brushes you off, puts your coat right, fixes up some stitching on it with those little tiny little tentacle cilia it has, and then it moves on to the other two. It probably also uh, cleans, the, don't touch cleans what's left of the gore <laughs> yeah, off my arms. It's going to touch you. No. <laughs> it's going to give you a, a trim and everything. It's going to clean you up because you look well, like garbage. Seriously, I'm trying to grow out the beard. <laughs> yeah. You guys look like trash, so it's going to clean you up. I don't like this. I'm a grumpy cat. 
And then after it does that, it just kind of uh, moves on down. If you look at each other, uh, if any of you were grain, it actually even applied dye to your hairs and stuff. Oh, I was totally gray. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, and it just moves uh, down the tunnel behind you and starts, like, poking at some of the wildlife and getting it back into its corner. I, I turn yours and I go, well, that was awkward. It doesn't respond, so that means it is locked to a task. Hmm. Yes, I noticed. Um, shall we continue and never speak of this again? Agreed. I'm just curious. Normally, nope. elementals Agreed. are tied. Uh, fine. <laughs> <sighs> I just kind of shrug and head towards those doors with the locked mechanism. Is the locking mechanism on our side or the other? On your side. Oh, good. Um, this is strange. I will pull and twist the unlock of the door. It looks like a, a series of statues and uh, designs on it that look like uh, two coiled elemental dragons. And when you basically turn them, they uncoil from each other and separate and then sink into the door itself. And then the doors themselves open and slide into the wall at an angle. Ah, uh, one of those clever counterweight balance things. It is much warmer on this side. Huh. Hmm. Um, take the jacket off and fold it over my arm. Uh, yeah. Using that to hide my claws. I'll do the same, but I'm not hiding claws doing it. Uh, I'll, I'll keep the coat on. This place is probably, uh, it's a larger room. It's rectangular. It actually has a nice kind of stable, you know, square rectangle shape to it, unlike a lot of the other rooms you've been countering. So that's nice. What is, what is it made out of? Uh, it looks like it's lined with that same uh, ceramic material, but it's also been reinforced with uh, hints of jade and uh, just a bit of soul steel. Mm, pattern reinforcement. Interesting. So this there, is a defensible. This is a defensible chunk of the mats, basically. It looks like uh, there are tables in here and uh, large sconces and uh, almost birdbath kind of pedestals that have tools in them, and there are things on the tables. Things. Animals. Animals from the, are, from, the from the northeast. And are they in various different stages of dissection? Yep. Look around here. Is there anyone moving in the immediate vicinity? A lot of them are moving. Is there anyone humanoid or larger than these creatures? Not in here, but you know, there's uh, looks like a walrus over there. Uh, there's a large moose. To one of the tables has what looks like a, a large silverback gorilla. Uh, there's one of those bats, much bigger than the other ones on a table. They're all kind of breathing slowly. Look at the stuff in the sconces. I'm assuming there are drugs and stuff coming. Drugs and tools, and some of the parts of the table actually waft off a of vapor that's being absorbed by the uh, uh, that, that they're breathing in, basically, as they sit there slowly. A lot of them are missing parts or have had other parts enlarged. I will cover my mouth with the uh, jacket so I'm not breathing the vapors indirectly, so it doesn't numb me. And I advise the others to stay away from the uh, vapor trails so we don't pick up any of that strange eff effect. I'm Let's good. not disturb these because I have a feeling that if we do, some of these creatures might turn hostile. 
yes, I had no intention of doing so, and um, out of character, I'm going to take in the room, look to see again, entrances and egresses, um, because I'm curious if the opposite, if the, uh, if whatever the other way into this room is also looks like it contains a lockable door. There are utility entrances and exits in this uh, room that look like they lead to storage and closets. Uh, and there's a larger set of double doors at the end of this room that lead into further parts of this facility. We can head forward, I guess. We're looking for the proprietor of this place. The dissection room feels like I am teaching again. <laughs> I said, though, I don't know. Yeah, though, if we can't find him, odds are we could just come back here and wait for him. If you look, if you look around, there's far too many creatures that are currently being operated on. These vaporous mixtures have to be maintained over time. If they're not, these creatures will die on the operating table, which Indeed. tells me that whoever we're dealing with is here somewhere. Do you Precisely. suppose the crab god would maintain this? I don't know if it's intelligence enough. It's it, it's an elemental, if I'm guessing correctly. Yeah, it's an elemental. And uh, and its primary duty appears to be mo mostly superstructure and cleansing. As long as it's not interrupted, it goes about its business. This room was sealed off, and notice the creature itself didn't enter into here. Do you suppose we can divine any knowledge of the owner of this room, then, from this room? I can, but I'm not sure if I should waste the effort on doing it without first approaching our host. I've already done a divination of this person before. Are mm. we certain that we want to confront this person? This is probably the last time we will have chance to run away. Well, tactically retreat. Well, I see no reason to put off an inevitable conversation. I'll use my lesser you know how many mortals live their lives in shame because that they wait too long to have these conversations it's very important to get over. um i will calm down for a minute and um say just a minute and i will use my uh what is it it's not the obvious the in obvious essence subtle subtle thank you i will commit uh my subtle effort for a scene and choose the target who is the um, the person who's been operating on these creatures. Okay. And it this one, I don't have to see them. I can just declare it. And I want to know their current weakness, most vulnerable elements at that time, including any hitting means which they might be killed or destroyed, and the current hit dice and effort totals. You've asked this before. Yes, I have. I'm just refreshing oh, if okay. any changes have happened. No changes have happened. So he has five effort to burn. How many hit dice was he? Let me look up the dude. Fifteen. Okay. Wait a minute, and that creature was fifteen? Yep. Not the same guy. Okay. <sighs> Nothing has changed about him. He's still kill he, he can still be killed with a knife. Um, you can determine that by more his... His current essence probably equals all of ours combined right now. You can divine that simply from his tools? 
his presence. Everyone leaves an afterimage in the world around them. I pick up those subtle currents, and it tells me things about them. He shifts uncomfortably. Both worry too much. I'm sure he'll be perfectly reasonable, and if not, we will come up with an answer as we... Well, at least us two always have, and I assume you're as resourceful. Well, why would you assume something like that? Well, because to be honest with you, if you were not, White Wind probably wouldn't bother having you around. Shots fired. <laughs> He's um, more than capable. In character, out of character, White Wind does not seem the sort to keep useless people around, <laughs> and by now I'd have gotten to know that, so that's no, what I'm saying. Me. But White Wind answers, the Mage is more than capable of handling himself, but his, his fears and reservations are well-founded. However, I don't think we have much of um, have much of another choice in the matter. We need to move forward and at least engage this scientist, experimenter, thurge. Filler? It's hard to if the if the term fits. Let's let's determine their true nature. Uh, I guess we move forward at this point. All right, double doors in front of you. You open them, they kind of open and shut behind you uh, on kind of a hinge. And mm -hmm. uh, this room is smaller, straight rectangle, series of cages, uh, a small menagerie of animals in here. You know, cougar, um, a series of large rations, uh, a big moth, and there looks to be a bear, but the top of his head has been replaced with a large uh, machine serpent. Hmm. There's our new tri-beast, or the next iteration thereof, being built. Why? I just need to know why. Well, is there any entity in this room who looks either humanoid or spiritual that we would be able to say, oh, that's the architect? Nope, there's a lift, though, at the end of the room. <sighs> Move forward. Unless you want to wait for him down here. This is too indefensible, and he's got a menagerie at his command. I don't want to be in the middle of this room if he decides to open the gates. Ah, we yes, because coming seven. up in the elevator is so much less vulnerable. It's less vulnerable for me. I can just turn it into something that can crawl up the walls. Always thinking of others. <laughs> I just laugh at that. <laughs> But I don't. He hasn't taken any hostile action towards us yet. So either he's not unaware of us, or doesn't see us as an immediate threat. Well, let's go ask him. All right. Should we sabotage anything here, perhaps? Why? Well, it could take time, and I'd have to kill everything in these cages. And honestly, it would be a long and brutal work. And make a um, lot of noise. There's that. I understand where you're thinking, and the thought did occur to me, but uh, I I worked it through in my head. I'd rather confront him in, a, in either a theater of our choosing. The problem is, is he's holding the cards, and we don't know the layout of this place well enough. Yet. Very well. Very well. All right. The cylindrical tube at the end of the hallway uh, leads to a lift. The lift takes you down. It has the very reminiscent uh, sigils and patterns that light up that you can interact with. I'll let I'll let Mirage do it because right now, if I push any buttons, I might gouge the walls. Well, I look 
for the up button. You're at the top. You have to go down. Oh, really? Really? I, I, out of character. Really? We've gone down two more. We've gone down two staircases. We're going down again. Something in geometry doesn't make sense. No, it's like a giant inverted. It's the whole place is like a giant inverted pyramid. I've been I've been mapping it out of my head, and each floor. A giant gets inverted smaller. pyramid with the bottom removed, and we're about to go off the map and need to reset the game. Sorry. No, oh. no, we haven't. We haven't. We haven't reached where the king's burial chamber normally would be. Mirage <laughs> fell out of the world. Poochie died on his way to his okay, home okay. planet. <laughs> uh, back, back in character. All right. In that case, um, I wait till we are all aboard and I push the, uh, the button. All right. The lift brings you down, 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 down. Uh, probably about the, the lift moves at a fairly fast clip, like something you'd something you'd expect from the the kind of uh, Halton lifts you were using back in that little Shanta forward base. Something that actually moves fast, and mm -hmm. it goes down for about two minutes straight, like a really long elevator ride. Yeah, but we but we actually feel the acceleration. Yeah, it I reminds go, well, me. It reminds me. I go at least it's not the unbearable weight the first one was. I think this first one used to be as quick as this one, but the ice has damaged it. Perhaps. It's such a strange world out here. It's actually exhilarating. The lift mm -hmm. doors open. I go. Well, and you're we... in a pyramidal shaped room. Like, the top actually points out, like, you know, has a point to it, a uh, square base to it. And in the middle of the room, there is a cylindric, half-cylinder recess where a tyrant lizard is lying down, uh, tail to snout, with the snout pointing towards you. Uh, there are large amount of, there's a large amount of cloth and silk uh, curtains and sheets over top of it. Its back has been clearly opened up and more of that uh, mist is being poured into the open parts of it. And it looks like its spine is being reinforced with uh, soul steel. Interesting. This, so this is like the primary operating theater. It's, it's, for, it's for big things. And just looking at the ceiling with uh, your elf eyes, as they were, White Wind, you can see seams on it, like this part of the facility would lift up out of the ground. And kind of just doing the math in your head, because you know geomancy and, I mm -hmm. guess, geometry, um, <laughs> you've gone off, you've gone in several different directions enough that this part of it would probably break out nearby in the river and just unfold up into a platform. Makes sense. The, those creatures from up above and those other cylinders, if they were working on them, they'd have to deploy them or at least pull in the original creature that they were that they use. This would be the lift to pull them in. So yes, you are in this facility, this room, this overarching uh, theater of sorts, and you can hear the heavy rhythmic breathing of the breathing and breathing of the tyrant lizard. Still I alive. lean over and, at a hushed tone, say. The entire room is slightly off-center to the main facility. It can raise up to the top level of the actual outside. If, if if a mechanism here gets triggered, I don't know where it is yet. Um. Meanwhile, I'm looking to see if there's obviously the tyrant lizard in the middle of the room with its augmentations are attracting a fair amount of my attention, but I'm curious if anyone is currently operating on the thing. Other than the, the table, uh, or the recess into the floor with the Tyrant Lizard, there are tables nearby with just rows and rows of things on it. Large, um, 
hunks of spinal column that are being uh, plated and clad in metals and with filament and wires added to it. It looks like part of its spine's been taken out and it's being just fixed up and put back in. Uh, there are overhanging claws and ceiling, uh, ceiling-based hooks and uh, support structure that would allow someone to kind of just, you know, work overhead on this. Uh, platforms on the ground that would raise up. And, uh, yeah, there's a figure on the other end of the room just kind of working away at a desk. I'm going to look over at Mocking White Wind, since he seems to be the one taking the most initiative right here. Seems we have found your mad scientist. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. <laughs> your, your mad thermatish sorcerer. So, let's go say hi. Um, and I'm going to actually start walking in that direction. No brandishing any weapons, just a stroll. I'll keep pace behind him just a little bit, but close enough that if I have to jump forward and protect him, I will. And and if I should get close enough that I can address him in a loud voice, but without having to shout, I will do that if he interrupts us. Before we get that far, so much the better. Or worse, actually, but he probably heard the elevator coming down. Oh, I'm sure he did. Uh, there's a man in his mid to late 30s, probably early 40s, really. Uh, he looks uh, clean cut, uh, you know, some facial hair, goatee, um, kind of rusty red hair, uh, crew cut, maybe military style. He is wearing uh, a smock, a butcher's smock, that looks like it's kind of lightly stained with gore. Uh, there's a pair of gloves on the table that... Uh, Look like they're seal skin and fairly tight, like tight fitting. Uh, he is sitting down with a quill and ink and, oh no, with a calligraphy brush, and he's just doing sketches of uh, biology. I go, I, um, um, I underneath. And I say greetings, and also I'm going to use that same effect that I've used a fair amount this session because I want to appraise everyone I meet, and so before we find the guy who will try and, you know. So I'm going to say hi, and I'm also going to use that gift. Ah, uh, yes. Um, read the signs? And, yep. And just to let you know, I'm looking at his clothing underneath this mock. Where does it look like it's from? Uh, it looks like he's wearing a... Um, what's the word? It's like a Nehru jacket. Uh, like It's like a kind of Indian clothing style. Let's see if I can find a picture of it for you. Yeah. Not right. from around here. Uh, a little more southern, maybe southern threshold. Oh, here we are. Yep. Yep. Click. Ah, yeah, I get you. Southern thresholdy, okay. maybe from the coast. Um. His features are southern, like he has darker skin, uh, more kind of, uh, what's the word, kind of darker olive, and yeah, rusty red hair, clean cut, goatee, and he's just looking down, uh, working away as you guys approach, and when you read the signs yeah. on him, his current occupation is Chosen of the Gods, uh, his fate within the next year is uh, restoring the domain of his patron to glory, his hit dice or character level is 15, like hit dice 15. And yeah, 
Oh, current ambitions, restoring his patron to full glory, blah, blah, blah. But of course, we don't know who that is, but that's so that's interesting. Okay, that, that tells me quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I say, I wave and say greetings and, you know, look as, look as unintimidating as possible because let's face it, my character does not look very intimidating. What does your character look like, by the way? Oh God, I have to go through that again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect chance. Oh yeah, you guys haven't met yet. This is a, yeah, maybe, maybe describe how unintimidating you look. <laughs> so he's a little, he's a little bit short and a little bit slight of build. Um, and the and that alone would probably make him look a little bit unassuming. He doesn't dress in anything bright or colorful that says military. He carries a staff, you know. Um, but the thing that makes him the least intimidating at all is the fact that he's always smiling and he generally doesn't look like he's got a mean bone in him. That just makes me more suspicious. Of course it does. <laughs> Because out of character, you're a suspicious jerk. Moving on. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> and the maester looks like an older gentleman wearing formal robes, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, Tavel described him as death from Supernatural. Yeah, mm-hmm. that actor. Yes. It's a nice dude. Nice dude, but creepy looking. I'm, and I'm Piccolo without the ridiculous shoulder pads and the green, and without the green skin. I'm a six-foot-tall green man in a turban in the desert. Because people you know look so much like me. <laughs> anyway, I assume he says hi back. Or he uh, looks up from where he's sitting over and kind of appraises the three of you and puts down his calligraphy brush back into its little case and puts it into his desk. I'm sorry. I Do you have... An appointment or business here? Appointment, no. Business, yes. Um, you do some fine work. Uh, I assume that that and uh, a few hours like it are your work. He kind of just I, looks like, like with his eyes, he kind of does that and... Well, we've seen a fair amount of your work as have many of the local people around and um well while they're impressive when they slip their leashes they they tend to cause well havoc yes that's rather the point and has anything been done about them um well in a few cases uh yes um there was the was the panic bot was the was the havoc by design so, by my count, they've all been dealt with, right? Um, uh, it, I by pull up my you. hand, I start counting. I'm like, well, I'm not certain. And then I just give a number off the top of my head of how many we've seen and dealt with by now. Well, my number is, three. of course, going to be off because I wasn't present for the bat. Um, and we're up to about, we're up to about four then. So, so I say three, and then my then and then White Wind corrects me and says actually four. <laughs> oh well, then you're welcome. Weird. Why are your creatures attacking Halton travel uh, transport supplies? Well, they're attacking people. That's their purpose. And then you came in and killed them, 
and you're welcome. You could also say, and he starts to sound it out, thank you. I don't thank someone who ha who threatens mortals in our domain. Why yes, I, were you attacking them? I say yes. I, I feel like I've missed a, a, a crucial piece of this procedure. I, I usually say thank you when it's warranted, but... So a beast rampaged through the town, killed some mortals, and then you showed up and stopped it, and were hailed as heroes, and you're welcome. Oh, uh, not me. I never seem to get the, the, that degree of, <laughs> of praise. It just I have no desire to be anyone's hero. But you are, so the serv so the, the contract is fulfilled and services have been rendered. If you wish to provide payment, f please feel free to drop it off to the elemental up top. I go, hold on one moment. Contract. I, um, I'm usually very, very good at keeping records. Uh, that is part of my job. But I don't seem to recall ever meeting you before. He gets up and takes his butcher's smock off and puts it on a, a hanger nearby and kind of just stretches a bit. You know, cleans off his hands of, like, dust and stuff. While you're talking. No, go, go yeah, on. Yeah, no, that's fine. And, and I go, and I go, I'm... I can't quite remember signing any, uh, any contract of the sort. Um, can we perhaps see your copy? He sits on the edge of the desk and kind of just crosses his legs, puts his palms on it to kind of just balance. He's wearing, like, really nice cobbled shoes, and everything's polished and very proper. All right. Let's let's pull this back a bit. You're hungry, right? Um, uh, You're hungry for this example. Okay. Certainly. Perfect. So you go to an orchard. You eat yes. a fruit, a fig, from the orchard. And then the man who owns the orchard on the farm comes by and says, Hey, that was mine. You've eaten it. Could you please compensate me for it? Now, you didn't sign any paperwork when you ate the fig, but you've still conducted a transaction with him, and it would be polite to compensate him. Ah, I see. Then apparently there is um, there is a mis there is a mistake in the transaction flow. You see... Uh, I was never hungry for fame. But you ate the that... fig. You didn't have much of a choice when it was slaughtering people in the country. But you ate the fig, and you could have done, and you could have not ate the fig. You just said you weren't even hungry. <laughs> oh. I, I think my character would probably chuckle a little bit too. That that is actually that that this is actually quite funny. Um, oh, I've had I've had children like this before. Such ill-tempered beasts who think they own everything. Oh no 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 no, no, no need to be rude. No no need no need to. to... I am certain <laughs> this is just a misunderstanding. And can be worked out now so what you're saying is you set out these opportunities and you anticipate repayment from those who um who benefit from those opportunities is that my understanding that is the nature of my patron and the nature of the transaction 
going back generations. Who is your patron? He kind of looks a little miffed that you don't know. It's like, my patron is the Shurgeon of Beasts. The Hero Forge. The Pumice Stone. The Sharpener. How long have you been operating in this fashion? I was chosen a mere decade ago. And since then, I have plied my trade among all of the East. Creating these stones for your heroic swords to sharpen against. For your legacy to grow from, like fertile soil. And have others approached you like we have? Eh, One or two. One of them gave me the elemental. Very pleasant. And your patron is around? Well, he has business in the Holy Land. He does not deign to step on this uh, soil. And at any time did your patron clear your activities with the local gods or the local exalted currently operating in the area? My patron's from the Holy Land. He does not need to dirty his tongue by talking to the the patricians and uh, janitorial staff of this earth. And, and the and heroes, not. and if I, if we were to tell local heroes ahead of time, that would rather spoil the exercise, wouldn't it? And I say, and, and besides, I'm certain your patron appreciates your initiative. Well, how could he not? This next project, though, and he kind of just gestures to the Tyrant Lizard, I think it'll be a pretty exciting one. I could see a lot of stories being told about this one. Hmm. Just I'm, stuck I on was... the name. Nothing comes anymore. I say, uh, I say, and you've been doing this for a decade now. It was harder in the beginning. I had to find animals and get them up to snuff, find hidden places, old places, find catacombs and frozen and fossilized places and crack out eggs and hatchlings and seedlings and work with them. But then... I started finding sorcery, methods, things from the before. Things from the Golden Land, from the time of the the, the spires and the pyramids. And then I started to work more with them. Much faster results. You... Did your patron and your understanding of how this whole operates is from your patron's explanation to you? Well, he exalted me to do this, to bring this back into the fold. True. Your patron, if I may be so bold, and I'm sure this is distressingly personal and you may not wish to share, what precisely did your patron charge you to do? Was it specifically to release these creatures that heroes would test their metal at random, or was it to demonstrate the glory of the work that he could do and that others might acknowledge it? A little bit of column A, column B. A good, a good, good work is often rewarded. I kind of, I kind of lean over to Mirage. Was this an authorized exaltation? Um, out of character, and so I guess this is to the GM. I have no 
blessed idea as to whether or not the sidereals get informed as to whether an exaltation is authorized. Well, or when not an ex when an exigence is given out, uh, no, yeah. it's not that public. It's more of a personal thing between the sun and the petitioner. But uh, uh, that name's familiar to you. I was gonna say. You've heard that name that? before. So tell tell me tell me um what I might what might I know? Have I just heard the name, or is it something I I need character to be more familiar with? Uh, you know your apartment? Your apartment was previously occupied by a surgeon of great beasts, a god that was moving up the ranks. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I remember him, like, full of I trophies. He, I think, it, it, yeah, I was gonna say, he, he was, uh, he, I thought he was more of a deity of hunting of great beasts than a deity of creating. Did I misunderstand initially? Looks like. Okay, so this is the same guy. I'm like, oh, Oh, you're up. I, I I start laughing. I I, I say, yes, he's he, he is moving up in the uh, he, he is moving up in the heavenly ranks. Of course he is. My work is impeccable, and the stories told from the heroes who test their metal against them is undeniable. And and you know I I, I and I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to to talk with him about it, but he keeps. These this these immaculate pieces of art um, regarding some of the great hunts of of ages past. Yes, the behemoths. Unfortunately, I don't quite have the same access his previous patrons and champions and subordinates had. They seem to all have gone extinct, like the sleeping agents above. Those now, were famous. Those had been defeated and killed dozens of times by the greatest champions of the time before of the golden land so out of character gm i know people on all sides. i know obviously many many if not all of the five score fellowship and i probably also know their affiliations though i've managed to sort of stay out of the debate but i'm pretty sure i would be familiar with the idea that the cult of the illuminated exists and what they generally do if not their particular method yeah. Okay. I probably also know that part of their role includes training the new heroes, right? Yeah. I go, I, I say, you know, I would be reasonably certain that I know a way, which would probably be most pleasing directly to your patron and would allow you to do all your work, but that would cause a lot less mayhem, but still allow uh, his work to... Um, to fulfill its purpose and be impressive as well as contribute to the future. Well, I don't see the, any need in changing what I'm doing right now, but if you have a business arrangement, I, I'm sure my patron could deal with such things. You would find it better to listen to my ally in his offer, because under your current arrangement, your displays will escalate and it won't be us who shows up next time. It will be an elder of one of the major factions in the area, and they won't negotiate with you. They'll eliminate you, your creations, this site, and leave a smoldering crater when, it, when they're done, because you are unfortunately irritating, extremely powerful, exalted operating in the area. Cheer as always, White Wind. Um... And we're operating he kind of here. He at the idea that you would so casually be able to wipe him away. Like, 
with a, just oh, that yeah. arrogance. I, I say cheer, cheer is always white wind. Um, but but if you could maybe just hold off ever so briefly on your next test, I might be able to find you grounds that would allow you to do your work without offending anyone who would, well, take offense and regardless of what their capabilities are, would not cause mischief for you personally. Well, there's about a month before my next test, so I suppose if you were to uh, do your deals and tradings and uh, uh, minutia of bureaucracy with my lord, meet with him and pitch your idea, maybe he'll take an interest in it, give you a cut. Uh, I couldn't... You, you can see that it's out of my hands. Have you interacted much beyond these handful of heroes you've mentioned with other exalted in the area? Do you honestly understand the hierarchy of power you're dealing with? I understand that I have any points to the Tyrant Lizard, that that will not be the last, and with the Sleeping Agents up there, I would I would rather think I, my odds are fairly well with whoever's in the area. The Moth itself took a host of silver champions to even slay it the first time, and it just kept coming back. And yet, we took down your bats and your tribeast quite easily i must say you were the tribeast had an immune system problem the bat i gave it a heart that was too small but the tyrant lizard will be different you i didn't want to release the ancients all at once that would have been crazy that would have been escalation who would have been able to stop it no i had to find a group of heroes that would be able to put down the rejects before I sent the good ones and then the better ones. And then as they slowly built up over the months and the, maybe the years, then maybe I crack one of the ice open and, you know, let that happen. Let's see. I'm trying to think about... My character has been very good about being able to... to uh... There is an ecosystem to heroes. You probably don't understand because how does the ant understand that it's in the terrarium? But there's an ecosystem, a balance, and if you if you push the balance too far in one direction, you'll end up losing the entire terrarium. Right. So my character is used to dealing with people who are kind of haughty and who think that they're above the station due to him being a patrician in a Dragonblood society. I mean, this guy definitely fits that bill. Uh, yes, but I'm trying to... He's like uh, five minutes away from lightning striking behind him and him screaming out, I'm a living god. Nothing can stop me now! Yes, but I, as a player, I'm having a bit of a hard time coming up with something clever that he <laughs> uh, would do. So I don't like, know. Um, like, this uh, is this I guy. He's kind keep... of subtly insulting his work, but he openly admitted that those were bad works. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. certainly not worried about all the widows he's making. Not like poor yeah. old Abe Lincoln. It's, I mean, White Wind is like two step, two, two words away from basically leaping down on this guy. Even, you know, as much essence and power as he has, but he's yeah. desperately trying to let Mirage talk him down and make him understand that he's he's traipsing in much more powerful entities domains <laughs> he just doesn't realize it yet and that and the 
Mm. This guy's like half certain that if like bigger exalts shown up because there's an ecosystem to heroes, he could just crack the ice on one of the big guys there, and then they could deal with that, and that'll keep him occupied. Yeah. He's taking he's I taking think... baby steps because he doesn't want to you know kill the gene pool. Yeah. I say that's 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 high level homicidal or not uh, uh, so, uh what is it? <sighs> that's not even sociopathic. That that's just. Yeah, that, actually, that is sociopathic. This guy is full-on nutter butter. He's not a sociopath. He just, you know, God spoke to him and told him exactly how he can help the world, and that's by raising heroes. Yeah, he'd love the to get ends this guy justify to... the means. Welcome to... Uh, out of character. Welcome to creation. Enjoy your stay. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. I mean, he's not even that bad. He just... He has a goal, and the goal is to to help his patron because his, his patron wants there to be better heroes in the world to save the world from all the things creeping in. So he just makes beasts. He makes he's the exigent of kaiju. That's his <laughs> word, by the Pretty way. Much. No, that's literally the word he bound is the word of kaiju, which is kind of awesome. And yeah, and pretty awesome. In though. creation, kaiju in the first age were used to test solars and young exalts to sharpen them up and make them which is, better heroes. Which is exactly what I have in mind. Yeah. But yeah. you guys got I a month to get a deal going. Kill him. So. Yeah, I th honestly want to dial this down. White wind will. White wind will lower his. Yeah. You give me just a couple of days, and I will. See if I can have someone who will be interested in patronizing your work on a potentially indefinite basis for so many uh, nascent heroes. Well, I would definitely like a, a, a larger... Uh, what's the word I just used? I just used it. He like, kind of just gestures with his hand. Uh, not a pool. Uh, uh, ants? Planetarium? Not a planetarium. That's a... Ecosystem. Ecosystem. Terrarium. That's the word. Terrarium. Ah. Uh. Um, words yes i would like a more stable terrarium definitely i mean that's exactly what my patron wants sharper I, heroes better gods i think it can be arranged the problem is is if you keep escalating the way you have been some of your creations will tear right through any we'll call them naysayant heroes that may have the potential to es to grow into that potential i don't think any of you've had a problem yet i've had my scouts watching not to mention, there's probably enough problems with creations, not with so, not without somebody intentionally adding to it. I thought the machine man in the outpost would take up the call. He had a weapon and everything. Nope. He's dedicated to his service. He ha he serves a purpose there at the outpost. Yep. Not suitable. I know. I I did the math. More than that, you need to have a wider understanding of the politics at hand. I would listen to, and and this is literally White Wind lowering his hackles because he realizes if he escalates, this isn't going to solve anything. I would give my compatriot here a chance to work out a deal with you. Yes, I have a month it, before testing. It's fine. But it's a, there are some power players that may wish to speak to you and to dissuade you that unleashing the beast above are a good idea. They were sealed for specific reasons. The uh, the temperature control system froze them. The technicians died. Regardless, they were contained here for a reason. This yes, site this had a, a zoo. Purpose. This is where children would come to see them. 
and I'm certain that these, I'm certain that at least for the moment, they are in quite good hands. People love these things. Yes, and and uh, and ev- all of it will be restored to its to its uh, former glory through your efforts as well as others who are most interested in the same. Um, gentlemen, um, it, I, I feel that perhaps we should take our leave, and I should go about arranging uh, uh, arranging a discussion that will further this. There is also the matter of the damaged geomancy. Yes, this place is a little bit unstable. I was uh, hoping to patch that up. I had a project for it, but I, I lost the thread for it. You might want to pick that up first before you worry about unleashing your latest creation because uh, damaged geometry may make this man's further and further unstable, if not making it explosive in short order. Well, I haven't had time to find an assistant who knows geomancy. Uh, I was figuring after this launch, we'd have enough of a brand name going on. This one would probably live and it would come back and then it would go out again after a year or so or maybe six months and I just, I'd cycle through that and then I'd be able to, to work on the base itself. Do you ever build in any sort of control mechanism if the beast gets out of hand? I mean, no. You might consider that option because whether or not you're testing heroes Needless destruction in the area is going to aggravate local courts. You won't have to just deal with heroes. You'll have to deal with gods, elementals, even celestial hosts coming down to deal with problems. Well, that's perfect. Then we could scale up production. They'll cut off your supply lines. I, I have I have backups in the larder. The Tyrant Lizard was, was a bit of insight. I, uh, I saw one of those stalkers, those little ones, the tiny ones. It uh, jumped my entourage uh, a ways back, and I thought that it was so great that there should be larger ones. And then I went and read a book on animals in the area, a scroll I'd found at a, at a local market, and it turns out there were, and then I just went and found one. You have great. an entourage? Oh, yes. There are others here? Well, you saw them up top. I saw creatures being vivisected. No, no, further up top. They were bringing back the chimera. The birds. Ah. Yes, yes, all the animals. All things great and small want to be the thing that uh, legends are told about when they're slain by a hero. It's in their nature. I question that, but I'll leave that up to my friend to negotiate. If only, if only the squirrel could aim high enough to tear down a sun champion. Oh, that'd be perfect for it. It would go down in history as the most vicious squirrel around. They'd call it something else. A tree beast. Mm. Hmm. I kind of back off at this point because anymore I stay around, I'm just going to... He just does not care. Yeah. I believe we should leave. He yes. really likes his job. I, I say. Well, in that case, we will uh, we'll take our leave a short while. Would it be a problem if I came back in a few days, weeks' time? Oh, yeah, sure. sure. I always relish uh, a chance to talk about my work. Mm. Wonderful. Um, and, uh, and with that, I will. Uh, I'll say um, very well. 
I'll see you anon. And I turn to go, hoping the others are going to do the same. Yeah, I'm walking because any I spend any more time with this guy, and even, <laughs> even, even, my, desperate, even my desperate attempts to not want to kill him are just going to fail, and I'm just going to... I'll let him see exactly what a big, nasty beast of the first age looks like when I turn into one and chew him, you know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to see what a beast looks like? I'm right here, buddy. Like, I, I'm watching this whole situation going, this is not going to go as well as he thinks it is, but I'd rather not go that road. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if I can get away with a little subtle sabotage on this tyrant lizard. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I wonder... On my way up, but as he's doing that on my way out, I will do one thing though. Uh, since he's visible to me finally, and I can see him, mm -hmm. um, I will trigger. Hold on. Um, the truth that burns. All Commit effort right. for the scene and choose a visible target. Learn the knowledge of them and their plans that they least want you to know. As judged by the GM, worthy foes get a spirit saving throw. Right. I'll give him a spirit saving throw then. Oh, geez, Let me go to do? this guy. Spirit. Okay. Gotta get over 12. Slash RD20. Whoops. Wow. Never mind. Uh, you're on a table. It looks like what you see is what you get. <sighs> he's just, he's so happy. Yeah. So happy to be making monsters. <laughs> yeah, but there's more to this. I just can't pull it out of him because, yeah. All right, I'll walk. I'll get out of earshot, out of sight of this guy, go back to the lift and wait for the others. Uh, well, so could I use my word of time as a, a little trick? to grab a component and kind of age it past its uh, durability. Sure. All right. Let's see. First off, since he knows he can do that, let's see if he does his spirit save. He did. Okay. So he's not going to do that. You're just rolling to not do it? it basically, it's a willpower roll. Okay. Okay. He keeps himself under control. Good. Yeah, he's the dude's just walked up. He's basically walking you guys to the elevator, and he's just kind of looking over at the the tyrant lizard and the parts he has up. Yep. Just you of... see, he does eye a bit, but he stiffs himself and courteously walks away. The magister does. Terrible eyesight. These things. They can't see motion. I have to fix that. I heard that was a rumor. It turns out true. Shall we depart? Well, it Please. Won't be, won't be a rumor when I'm done. He yells after you. Um. Now that I'm no longer clawed up, uh, wait till <laughs> you take the elevator up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We just take the elevator back up. Oh wait, is there a front entrance? Does he like guide us to the front entrance? Or he, he guides you to the lift that takes you away from the uh, pyramid. All right. We could use the pyramid to go up, but that would ruin his creation and really fighting him right now is not what we're going to do we want to we know who the problem is is we now have to figure out how we how we want to deal with it the fight with him would have been rough yeah because it wouldn't have just been him <laughs> if he's got any number of thingies around here he has yeah, well the major word of kaiju bound and the minor word of magitech yeah <laughs> 
he could literally turn it causes creation to prematurely activate and then suddenly we'd have to fight a tyrant lizard empowered by soul steel and him and, and then, whatever know, the beastie boys song intergalactic would start playing <laughs> <laughs> yes he can apparently make mecha godzilla that is his purpose that was the point i'm like how would creation view kaiju not you know behemoths or giant monsters or wild mutants how would they view honest to god kaiju the sort of godzilla cultural icon i'm like well obviously they'd keep the same one around to beat up obviously they'd be tough and they'd be set loose to rampage and they'd be like little pictures and stories of them and people would like them you know how, how godzilla is kind of your enemy or your best friend depending on which movie's happening <laughs> obviously this was a thing in the first stage and just you know that god got himself an exigence. Yeah, and nice. the question is, is how the heck did he get um, his exigent exaltation? Have, yeah, yeah that's, that's... Unconquered Sun. It was like Unconquered Sun. I need from you the fire of the gods so that I can go down to creation and give heroes a chance to know how great they really are on the inside and to create a legend that will give hope to mankind. Can't you see the beauty in this? And the sun's like, mm, yeah, yeah. You make a pretty good point. Well, the unconquered sun's always about being the best. So, what's the being? The, what's the point of being the best without being showing off? What, that you're the wouldn't best? your creations rampage around and hurt people? It's like only if man, if only if there are no heroes left in man. Exactly, and he just sent a whole bunch of them back to the world. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't you have don't you have faith, unconquered sun, in the spirit of man? And he's like, damn it. <laughs> I really it's do. It's a pretty good argument, <laughs> honestly. It really is. Which is why I'm fine with Mirage being a logical and reasonable person to negotiate with this guy. I'm fine with him. In all honesty, as a lunar, I'm fine with him creating monsters and sending them out there to test, you know, to run um, Neophyte Exalted through their paces. I'm not fine with him throwing those things at, you know, major cities and encampments and stuff like that randomly. The, the, the whole random destruction part is what's getting my goat. Well, I mean, how yeah. else are people supposed to exalt if a rampaging monster doesn't destroy everything you love? But that also goes against my credo in protecting the, the civilians. So it's kind of a catch-22 with me. It's like, you know, so I, I can understand why and this is why it's kind of like okay this is one of those times where he'd be like he'd be like no no i understand sentinel you've got yours and don't want anyone else to get theirs now i got gotcha. you <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that's him but that's the this is why white wind realized i've got friends let them do their job please don't freak out white wind please don't freak out <laughs> you know it's kind of like oh I so want to go full-on monster on this guy, and he'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'd be great. Yeah, if anything, he would probably he, he he would he would still try and you know murder us, but he, he might actually be like, all right, that's a monster too. That's kind of cool. Shape shifting, eh? Hmm. Yeah. I bet I, I bet if I bet you know if this all goes well, I'll bet you I could incorporate that into a next into a next model. I'll you know? find a thing, some sort of thing that looks like a person, but is really a monster on the inside. Oh dear! And and then what will what will you have wrought? Um, mm. a thing from another land. Uh, <sighs> anyway, the elevator takes you up, and I guess you guys just walk on out of the manse. I say, well, that went well. I was hoping 
after the spiders came to me that I would not have to deal with so many arrogant people. Uh, welcome to exaltation. Unfortunately, the more power we gain, this attitude seems to be infectious. Uh, yes, but everything has its place and its purpose. And I'm hoping that's true and you can negotiate this mirage because I really would not have to gather more friends to go down there to slaughter this man. If I cannot, that is always an option. But I so do not think it will be necessary. Purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Are you certain about that? I'm certain that everyone has a purpose that they make for themselves. I would agree. With that. Everything has a purpose. However, it may not always like that which its purpose is. We have to fix this geomancy problem as much as this man that irritates. That is true. I was going to ask you um, whether or not you would be able to attend to that without his acquiescence. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me fixing it. It's just me standing around here in his presence for a couple weeks that, or months it would take me to fix the damn manse without killing him is going to be a problem. So we might want to get a little help on this. Wait, when you have been a paragon of, uh, of discipline and self-control, certainly you can manage to focus your finest efforts on your art without indulging in rage in rage at one lone fellow who's standing in the rooftop up there well outside of you as long as he stays down there in the labs he's fine most of the damage appears to be up here especially with these trees and i'm thinking there's a bit of bleed going on it's going to take me a while to find where the the flaws happened and i'm going to need resources to fix it thankfully enough i think this place has some i just have to figure out what got pushed wrong if I can offer a little bit of advice, though no doubt it's already occurred to you. My sources tell me this should be a wood-aspected mass. Which means that I have a feeling in his bumbling and pulling in other artifacts and using of his entourage, he's aspected enough of the local essence to damage the mass. I'm not entirely certain that's the case. Though out of character, I would have no idea if that's the case either. This is when this is what this wasn't. I led to believe that this was a result of something we did. No, it's something weird that's going on that's making it go fate aspected. Okay. Or heaven aspected because it's not technically yeah. fate, right? Well, fate, heaven, sidereal aspected, the purple stuff. Oh, silly question. Do Gentimians have their own manse aspect? Nope. Do they just do they follow along the sidereal one, or do they? Is there just nothing? They they just don't have their own thing. Okay. Katimians are a weird echo to sidereals in some ways, and in other ways, there's something that creation has never seen before. Same thing with liminals. Liminals don't really have their own aspects. They just pull in underworld mances if they really want to. Right. Okay. Yeah, I prefer to think of it as you know as heaven aspected because it just makes it easier than thinking about specifically sidereal means of the stars which yeah. is definitely what heaven is and that's what those manses are so okay. sidereal means you know the sidereal exalted and also means sidereal as in of heaven right um it's not, you know what's funny is i'm sure that, uh, if a gatimian had enough geomancy skill they could build their own manse that was quote-unquote gatimian aspected and thereby make it a thing in creation but dear <laughs> god what that would do with the local geomancy lines would be insane what, as what aspect is this manse oh it, its aspect is garbage 
Watch out, Dr. Wily. I'm Garbage Man, and I'm throwing garbage at you because that's no. what I'm made of. Uh, and, I, and, and I'm going to have to come in and go blow it up or something. Because, like, garbage. You know, as bad as a man's explosion is for the Loom of Fate, it's better than having that there. <sighs> it's just everything and nothing at the same time. It's just a and paradox, it, man. In, uh, in weird ways. Yeah. Now that you're, uh, <laughs> now that uh, now that you've had a chance to see the man up close and you're leaving yeah. and you guys are bitching, um, this man's is showing signs of gymantic instability to the point where it's overloading. Like it seems like it's been sabotaged. Externally. Yeah, like intentionally. Okay, uh, I stop and say, hold on, and like um, it's all coming together. I start walking along the uh, the perimeter, looking at the geomantic lines. Someone pushed stuff out of alignment. Pieces are missing. They've, this is intentional sabotage. Well, can you fix it? I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> and I just kind of look at it, going, I'm "I give them, I give him a very, very um, stern look. Can you?" Yes. Or is this beyond your ability? Yes, I think I can fix this, but you have to understand. Every mask is like a piece of art. When someone repaints over it or recarves the figure, it changes its nature. The problem is, is I'm looking at the work of a second artist here. This isn't just damage and decay. Someone has made deliberate changes to cause this mask to malfunction. Oh. Yes, but you yourself are a fine artist. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying someone recently has come in here and altered this place. And I don't think it was the idiot downstairs. Yes, it doesn't strike me as likely his purview and certainly he admitted to not to being able to manipulate send himself to you, Sean, by the quickest path. I'm thinking someone is dealing with the problem in their way. Unfortunately, that means you're going to have a manse. How big is this manse, am I guessing? It's yeah. a fairly sizable one. It's probably medium to high. Unfortunately, their answer to the problem is causing an explosion that's going to cause a wild zone out to, I'd say, about a four or five mile radius yeah. when this place goes. It's going to be great. I would very much appreciate it if you would be able to prevent that from happening. Oh, Mr. I'm probably going to need your help on this one because we're going to have to realign the geomancy. Can you work with... Uh, I know you have your reservations, but can you work with Mirage in the time being? And I'm going to need materials and tools moved from Janta to here in short order, and I have to start work more or less now to prevent this place from exploding. Now is such a relative term. That's why I'm calling upon your help, Maester. What do you need from What do you need from Chopper? Um, I pull out a piece of paper and start scribbling down lists. This is stuff that we have in the stock from the last couple beasts we've killed, and I'm sure I can pull some salvage off this tri beast. But I'm going to need some iron. I'm going to need some iron and stone cutting tools. I'm going to need some cross beams and supports, and I'm probably going to need some marble for over there. And I just start scribbling parts down. <laughs> Do you have any? How do you intend for a? 
how are we going to get it all here? I mean, I speed is not the issue, but I am not... Well, I'm not nearly as strong as you. I'm suggesting you and the Magester use your combined abilities to get charter a boat and get it loaded and get it here quickly and efficiently so I can begin working. I hate to say it, I'm going to have to stay here and start with what tools I have and be at my claws if need be to start fixing this place so the essence residue that's going in doesn't bleed out. You think that those trees hanging in midair is bad enough and the water that doesn't end? No, no, no. I, I, I see where you are going with this and we will make it. We will make it happen. I mean, it'd be Someone... so tragic, right? I mean, there's some monster and a pyramid and a secret lab, and there's going to be some sort of magical explosion that'll radiate out of the area. What could ever happen? Out of character. Uh, yes, I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me over the head with that one. Oh shit. <laughs> so White Wind at this point will begin. He will swallow his pride and begin working on the manse, trying to dissipate as much of the damage as he can while clearing the way for the later work that will start repairing it. Uh, White Wind, mm? I know craftsmen. I know that you, when fixing something, you would particularly know exactly how it was broken. Perhaps it might be useful for you to see the damage being done. I look at him, I look at uh, the magister, hearing this, and go. You would have the ability to do that. I mean, Perhaps. I could just predict an essence explosion creating a wild zone. No, Are you talking no, no. about specific? Oh, and I stop and I say, ah, that trick. Yes. Can you see? Can you replay that interval? Uh, I would like to try stunting the Echoes of the Past to include the White Wind in it. Sorry, buddy. It's only you that gets to go through the trip. You're the you're the one who gets to viate space-time. It's not... It's an Echo. You're the Out broken man, not them. Out of character. Can he do that and then use a gift of... Well, I'd actually, I don't know. Do you have knowledge? Yes, I do have the knowledge. What you, you could do also. is you could see it for yourself, and I think I know where uh, uh, Gary's going with this, is you slam Mocking My Wind with a knowledge miracle into his face bits. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, foreheads butt him in, in, in the head, uh, so he gets the uh, vision. Yeah. And seeing as how I am knowledge as well, it probably would work. <laughs> right. yeah, or you could knowledge miracle to take it out of him, out of the Magister probably, too. Put it in a pensive. I can perhaps, I cannot make you see it, but perhaps I could describe it in detail to you. By all means, Mister. The more I know means the more I know, the more I know that they, uh, what they did here means the quicker I can, the quicker I can fix it, albeit the manse fixing and the word quick aren't necessarily compatible. Well, I think I should start with the uh, the knowledge miracle, with trying to you know crack my knuckles, summon up the not the my mind to be as bright and memorable as possible, while sitting there with a nice uh, pen and paper that I pulled from my messenger satchel. <clears throat> I'm going to document the shit out of this, <laughs> <laughs> and then. 
I grab onto the strands that grab uh, that control reality, looking specifically for the time that this man's was sabotaged in the way that uh, Mocking White Wind described to me originally. So echoes of the past. Echoes of the past, uh, with combined with a knowledge miracle, to right. document it in a knowledge in a way that. I think so your knowledge bound just does it. Like I don't think you need to miracle that. I think. Oh no, never mind. Yeah. Okay, so going backwards a bit, uh, this started a couple months ago, uh, around the time the tyrant lizard was brought in. It looks like uh, he was noticed bringing a tyrant lizard into this area. Like you can see him, uh, the man, the exigent, uh, the exalt, walking with a tyrant lizard behind him. He doesn't even have it bound or anything. It's just walking with him, and he's talking to it. And there's also like a flock of birds and songbirds and crows and squirrels and like fish jumping out of the river talking to him. And he's just having a conversation with a flock of animals. These are his. These are his. Um, his charms and effect, basically. Uh, he has the kaiju word, which means all animals, great and small, will talk to him and obey him. That's terrifyingly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's so good. And, uh, yeah, he's just talking, shooting the shit, and then he gets the Tyrant Lizard to walk on the platform, and it starts lowering him down, and then he goes and takes the elevator. Uh, and, yeah, there's uh, a figure uh, watching that has uh, cloaked itself in a way. Like, it, it has a, a sort of disturbance around it that makes it look like uh, lights reflecting around it, like a mirror suit. And then over time, this figure comes back, and starts playing around with the local uh the way the the sort of topsoil and the the surface area is arranged um but if you keep kind of following it with your perspective they're going back to other mantis in the area and changing their local geomancy and it kind of pulls back a bit to show different ley lines coiling around this manse and uh, all flowing into the center of it that's my character doesn't understand it but he diligently writes it down I was imagining in my head that you had a bowl and you were pulling the memories out like Dumbledore, putting it into a little bowl to give to Whitewind. Oh, well, yes. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In this case, he pulls them out using... and writes them onto the page. Yeah, and if I read the if I read what's written on the page, it's like I'm seeing the memories myself. Exactly, yes. miracle. miracle. And uh, that's basically what's going down. And I read the notes and I'm like, oh shit. Okay, you two better get rolling and get me those parts because not only am I going to have to fix this manse, I'm going to have to go find uh, three other manses in the area at least and re do some realignments because we've got problems. Uh, all right, I'm going to get started. Okay, so it looks like you guys have a plan to deal with the geomancy problem. Yeah, I'm going to start working on that as best I can until they bring me more tools and supplies. The... Yeah, uh... The champion doesn't really leave the pyramid area. He's working on the tyrant lizard, and he has quarters down there that he just kind of naps in. And That's fine. We're going to make our way back to um, what did we say it was. It was some of the chief C. Shanta. Shanta, thank you. Um, the yes. nameless outpost outside Shanta, yes, where we have the supplies. Right, which is how far from us? Uh, Far-ish. Far-ish. How long would it take a boat to get back here? With your horrible uh, journey magic? Yeah. Not long. I was going to say. So in other words, we'll be back here in less than a day. Yeah, um, no time at all. <laughs> um, and we'll drop those off, and then I will go um, through my channels to find 
I may not know directly where um, where Cult of the Illuminate camp are, but I'm certain I could find one of their members in Yushan to go have a chat with, and that's what I would head to do after those supplies are dropped off. Okay. All right. And, well, we'll say that. Oh, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, and to keep contact with you guys. Um, now that I've unlocked my sorcery capability, I have access to Trumpet of uh, Far Utterance. So at least during, you know, once a day or something like that, if it takes longer than that, I can, as long as you're willing, I can, uh, since I know you guys fairly well as Pantheon mates, or in this case, Circle mates, um, I can literally just cast this spell and create a gauzy image of myself talking to you. Yeah, he can hologram it. <laughs> yep. Huh. Does not yeah, work across I, dimensions, though. No, that is a downside. But yeah, that won't work well in Yushan. But yeah, and also I did pick up uh, my four starting spells: Beacon of Celestial Purity, Bard Gates of Forbiddens, Trumpet of Far Utterance, and Sun of the Lesser Spell, mm. which fits my theme. Even I, I'm not really going to go summoning. I'm going to mo go more counter magic seals and bounds and stuff like that. That works. Yeah, with spells, you don't have to invest anything to learn them. As long as you have someone who knows the spell, you can just learn from them. Mm -hmm. There's no cost and I'm associated not gonna... with spells. Yeah, and I guess this begins my expenditure of Dominion to start fixing this place. Um, yeah, actually, if you want to spend Dominion to geomantically re realign this manse, you could do that. Um, but if you're actually going to spend in-character time on it, you don't really have to spend Dominion. Well, I mean, don't I have to spend Dominion to level up? I guess you do, yeah. The question is whether or not you want the geomancy locked. I don't want anyone else messing with it, and well, I want to have at least some... Spend the Dominion. All right. Yeah, I, and not only that, but I want to have some awareness when someone tries to come back in here and start monkeying with it. I mean, worse comes to worse, I always I have the ability of pulling out the hammer and knocking the, ta the, the block loose if I really want this place to collapse. But for the time being, since I'm going to fix it, I'm going to fix it good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like one of the reasons this manse is starting to fail is because the, um, the technician, uh, his name's Tensei, uh, Belagurung Tensei, you'll get his name off of him eventually. Um, Essentially, he's been stripping materials out of the manse. And I politely tell him not to do that because he's damaging the very place he's operating out of. And he, if he keeps it up, he may cause it to overload, explode, damaging his quote-unquote experiments. And if he needs resources, there are better and safer ways of acquiring them. Do you have like any uh, magical materials on you? I have the bits and pieces he's been building, except for his current big experiment, which I'll leave alone. But um, if they bring if they bring the pieces that we've collected off the other critters, I'll have magical materials available. I've got he, that head. He'd really like those back. Well, I'm going to have to use those to repair the place because he's ripped them out of essential components. <sighs> tell him his work. All right. well, tell him his work is going to go up in a fireball of. You know what? If he doesn't permit, if he doesn't, yeah. If he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't let me fix the manse, um, his workshop will will cause a massive essence inversion in the entire area out to about five mile radius. Will turn into a wild zone. And fine, we'll... fine, fine. Power of failure. I understand. I'll I'll go and find a material. Yeah, it's probably better to acquire it through other means. And if if Mirage's plan works. You may find secondary patronage to give you supplies and creatures to enhance to test heroes with. 
So this might work out a bit more beneficial for you in the long run because then you'll have a nice safe supply route. He doesn't really have anything to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just because... heads into his elevator. Yeah, that's fine. You do that. He's not. God. He is not social. <laughs> well, when, he, when, he, when he hits topside, a flock of songbirds and robins and stuff just like land on his arms and outstretched hands and shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Disney princesses. And to think I went this close to picking up the beast word just so I could get the, some of those abilities. And then uh, the more I think about, it, nope, I'm gonna go flat out sorcery and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what I'm doing. What are you two doing? Well, I think I just said what I was doing, so. I'm a bit at a loss of what I should be doing, but I think... I thought Mocking gonna... Whitewind needed help and that you might be capable of helping him. I thought that was what you were saying. I don't yeah. know, but I kind of don't want to let you out of my sight, but I also kind of yeah, don't Good luck feel... keeping Trapace with me. I don't know if I want to be alone with you either. I'm suspicious. You know what? It might work to ha keep the maester here because whoever did this attack on the mance externally and was doing the realignment, I'm going to need a second pair of eyes to make sure that doesn't happen while I'm fixing the place. Precisely. And you're the one of the only people that I'm aware of, besides Mirage himself, who can pick up on these small little changes to causality in the immediate vicinity. And having you here just to have someone else to talk to that isn't the jackass below would probably keep me sane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but he's going to ask. And you two are both angry old men in your own way, so you probably get along great. I mean, keep in mind, Mocking White Wind was really young when he when he gained his mastery over his early magics when he was immortal. The thing was, is he's been he spent he spent the last decade or so learning how to be a lunar. So well, he doesn't. The magister knows nothing of that. Right, but then again. Um, the two of us have had our noodle incident in the past, and we at least have a working relationship. Yeah, so that'll tip the balance towards him, because he also wants to... He will always also try to steer the questions towards Mirage, and who this Wait a minute. really is. Do you need tools to do this geomancy? Um... <laughs> the answer's yes, obviously. Yeah, I do. He said that he had them, and when you said we needed that, those tools that he had and some others, then we were just going to go back and get them. Yeah, yeah, but if you need, was... like, specialized tools and help and stuff, this fucking guy has a bunch of craft gifts under Magitech. He can basically just produce the machinery you need. Which is fine. As long as he produces... I will give him... I will hand him the laundry list and say, okay, I'm gonna need the following to fix this place. And have him produce them. Yeah, it doesn't take any time at all. He has a bunch of craft gifts under Magitech. But we need the parts and pieces that Mirage is getting us from Chanta so I can finish the actual what? work. What? No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. He just puts his hand to the wall and starts pulling out piping and stuff. He <laughs> <laughs> just told you not to do that. <laughs> puts yeah. it together to tools like, there, there you go. That just made it worse. <laughs> Let me go find you some raw materials so you stop pulling out vital components oh from this place. God. So that's going to be what we do over the next day is I have to go find some... Just you know, just be sure not to pull out the materials from the, the music machine. It's very pleasant. The music machine itself might be part of the problem, but I don't know yet. That's the one Oy. thing I made sure not to touch. Really? Out of character. Now we know it's not part of the problem. <laughs> huh. That might be why the aspect of mana has changed so much. All right. And so White Wind starts going to work and trying to keep the guy from pulling out 
plumbing and other equipment from inside yeah, the mines. He's stripping the copper wiring out of this place <laughs> for booze money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder the place is starting to... I mean, the guy, whoever did the geomantic sabotage up top really didn't have to do much because this guy's been damaging the foundation of the place for the last few months. <laughs> he needed parts. He took all, like, the... the he, he took all the mundane, quote-unquote, mundane first-age stuff that wasn't, like, part of the manse, and then, yeah, you know, over time, he needed more parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, Just slowly building a bomb without realizing it. What? This would slowly... been great. This would have been the perfect end of his life. You know, he spent all this time building a giant tyrant lizard, and then a magical geomancy explosion happens, infusing it with the blood of the earth, irradiating magic, rampaging around, breathing fire, killing his scientist creator in a fit of hubris. This would have been fucking perfect. And we just his had ghost would have loved this. Yeah, I'm sure his ghost would have. He would have gone straight to left once he understood what happened. He'd be like, whoa. That's amazing. That's a story. <laughs> Look at all the people it's hurting. Uh, which is wise. And that and then it still wouldn't have solved the problem because then his patron probably just drops that exaltation in the next guy who does the same thing somewhere else we don't know about. Oh right? thankfully enough existence isn't that easy, but unfortunately we don't know that, so uh, um we know he's a chosen, and all I know about chosen is if they're not terrestrials, I figure they reincarnate. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Um, the big thing here is, is I've discovered Maki White Wind's true purpose is to make people sadly, uh, to make many other exalted very disappointed in the um, uh, rapidity of their actions. <laughs> no, no. Everyone no, stop has that. Their, everything and everyone has their place and purpose. I'm yeah, like, I, 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 I old man. Yeah, and this guy's place and purpose is to be Professor Screw Eye. Yeah. <sighs> yep, and I have to be the nanny. Uh, <laughs> the Magester and I have become have become the nannies, keeping the psychotics from destroying the place. Oh, I, I, I was always that. Yeah, I know, but unfortunately, like my job my job has become that. Until we actually find a real unrepentant jackass. I mean, this guy's unrepentant in his own way, but it's not because he's evil. It's because he's an idiot. You know? It, <laughs> <laughs> and that wouldn't have been enough. It's the fact that he also could be useful. Yeah, that's not the problem. Not only did he do all these things that you guys hate, he also expected you to pay him for the pleasure. Yeah, I know. And the thing I, is, I, I appreciated the gall of that. I really <laughs> did. Well, I mean, he's he's tractable, he's reasonable, and if we can at least show him really, that there's a better way, as much as as much as someone <laughs> in the Looney Bin has their own particular bend, we can at least work with it. He's a businessman. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a creative type, and you could say that he's in a growth market. Uh. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Terrible, yeah, you're a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. But I think, but I think we can wrap that up for now, and I'll start spending Dominion, I guess, to fix this place and get a better handle on what the hell Numbnuts down there is doing, trying to keep the place from blowing up around him while he's building his next monstrosity. Oh, he's so happy. Yeah, yeah. He said he wanted someone to fix the place for him. Well, he got someone to Look fix the that. place for someone him. Look at that. Someone showed up, and as a thank you for all the hard work he's been doing, you decide to go in and and pay him in free labor. 
Look at yeah. that. You paid our debts. You're awesome. Yeah. Just like Luna herself, you're being a good little housekeeper. Oh, for oh. God's sake. Oh. <laughs> like was... we talked about in the off topic. Yeah, yeah. That, but Damn unfortunately, it, yeah. this. But unfortunately, that's what happens right before Luna takes your balls in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, though, guys. This was this was fun. Uh, you guys discovered the secret of the monsters. Oh man! And now comes the real fun: how to fix this mess he's made. <laughs> it's pretty good. Three sessions in, you met your first NPC exalt, other than the spider guy. But I don't count him. Yeah, he's tied to my backstory, and he's just I mean, a dude. We don't count, yeah, the other, any of the other, the sidereal. There's a lot of spiders. So many spiders. I mean, you have the Magister is full of spiders. I'm full we of have, spiders. We have a spider lunar. There's an NPC lunar who's spider themed. I'm gonna be visiting the Loom of Fate. There's tons of spiders there. Yeah, yep. just lots of spiders. It's like you can't walk anywhere without spiders just being everywhere. Technically, if you picked up knowledge of Siberia, you'd have that ability to barf out a spider that give you all the information you need. That'd be an excellent uh, miracle. Yeah, that is so totally what Siderials can do. It's like, hold on, I need, I need, uh, I need, a I, need I need a memo, I need a memo from heaven. Blah, go get me some information. Ah, <laughs> uh, Google Spider. Oh well, wait, the Magister, you you completed um, um, the 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 martial arts style. Um, I just spent all day building. It. I don't remember the name. I know, and I didn't get to use it. Um, shit, what was the name? Uh, uh, Octarine <clears throat> Angles. The Angles yeah, of Impossibility. Yeah, I forgot. You're fucking technically immortal. I haven't... I haven't done it. I haven't committed it yet. You totally... There's no commitment. You're technically immortal. You have the technique. Yeah, uh, he, he wrote a... He wrote a... Well, yeah, it says it's a constant... Uh, oh, it doesn't say you commit. Yeah, constant. constant. It's just on. Oh. Yep. Yeah, you're a, you're a googly-eyed to... hound of Tindalos. If Broken. you die, you just come back. Yeah. Uh, that happens. That's why I am still alive, perhaps. I don't know how much of me comes back every time. All of you, because you're not there in the first place. The thing you're looking at, this is not a dream. The thing you're looking at is a, is a dummy. It's an empty-spaced thing. You live inside your own Madoka witch's domain out of reality. <laughs> you're, you're puppeting I mean, this version of you. I'm totally not evil laughing. Yep, totally not evil laughing. Yeah, um, Octarine Angles of Impossibility is equal parts being a witch from Madoka, uh, being a character from Kingdom Hearts, and being a hound of Tindalos from H.P. Lovecraft. There you go. So he's he's effectively the, the pinky finger of God right now. It's, uh, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'll stop the recording. This was good, guys. I'll give you guys two XP and two Dominion each. Cool. Update my XP listing. Woo! I know where that's getting spent. Where are we tracking our dominion? Oh, on your it's, character uh, sheet. Right There's a little thing. Oh, there we go. There we go. We'll talk about so how, much how much you have much to spend later. To fix this place. Okay. Because like, I, I got to see if it's possible, impossible. Just a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop the recording. Uh, so this is Devin and... Gary. And Joe. And Sam. Sponsored by Nobody, signing off. I don't want to set the world on fire.
just want to start a flame in your 